0: Welcome back to the CX Hustle podcast. My name's Justin Tippett, and today I'm joined by Shane Goldberg from Cusk Core Consulting. Shane, welcome. Thank you, Justin. I'm very excited today because we're going to be talking about uh, something which you hear a lot around this thing called customer journey mapping. And of course, when I think customer journey mapping, and I think Australia, I think of Shane. Right. So I'm wrapped uh, that we've got you on the show because what I want to do for our audience is try and explain to them what customer journey mapping is, cause I think maybe we've all got a slightly different idea. So Shane, the first question to you, yeah. this, this customer journey mapping, what, what is it?
1: Yeah, sure. So first of all, thank you for having me on the show. Um, so customer journey maps are a tool that you can use to understand the experience that customers are actually having with your product or service. Uh, they can be based on the current experience or you can use them to actually create a really great future experience. Um, They are used to understand the why a customer is doing something. So what you do is you actually map out all the touch points that a customer is having. So all the, every time a customer touches the product or service or touches your company, um, it can be through any channel or anything like that. So what you do is map those out and then you understand what's the feelings, what's the emotions that customers are actually going through as they go through that experience and that's how customer journey maps are are different to process maps because process maps is just blocks on a page saying the steps a customer goes through or a person goes through. customer journey maps show what's the journey what's their feelings what's their emotions which are really critical
0: right so so i mean the interesting thing for me there is that, and the emotions, so i you know when i think of you know maps i guess that emotions don't normally come with it right Emotion. it's a map it's a, how do i get from a to b yeah um so how, how do you how do you sort of get behind the actual emotions of, of a customer
1: so a really key thing to create great customer journey maps is to actually understand your customers in detail um, Ideally, what you would actually do is have your customers in the room with you when you actually create the customer journey maps. That's called co-creation. Right, okay. um, so then you can actually speak to them and, and find out what they're feeling as they go through the journey. But if you can't do that, then things like interviews, surveys, observing customers, getting them to really tell you what they're feeling. Yep. is critical. Too many times companies think they know yep. what customers are feeling, but really they have no idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know,
0: I've heard of net promoter scores, for example, it's, you know, where everyone's using it. We've, talk, we've talked about it before on uh, on, on this podcast. Um, how does a net promoter scores fit in with a customer journey map or doesn't it?
1: No, so net promoter score and pretty much any other me- metric does fit in. Um, to a customer journey map one of the things that you can include on customer journey maps is metrics so what you do is as they go through the journey there are different measures that make sense so you actually map those as well and you show what the scores are what's a high score what's a low score and you show where you are trying to influence the score
0: right as well so if I use a, an example for a, for a business um, that's got a call center, and of course it doesn't yep. need to have a call center, but uh, you know, from, from my perspective, when you look at a call center, we're dealing with an outcome normally, something has gone wrong or yeah. someone wants some price or you know, some information, et cetera, and they ring the call center can a customer journey map just look at that specific component or is it more sort of the holistic thing so well how did they buy the product in the first place and if we'd included better information with the product when they bought it they wouldn't have had to have called uh, etc so yeah is it sort of fragmented or can you do the whole thing
1: so customer journey maps can be as broad or as focused as you want them to Mm -hmm. be Um, you can map out the end-to-end the full end-to-end experience but generally that's pretty high level yep i actually prefer to map out individual journeys. And when I say a journey, it's thinking about when a customer's trying to do something. So in that example you gave, let's say there's a fault in a product and they're trying to get that fault fixed. Yep. That's a journey. Right. So you map out from the start. Yep. So when something goes wrong, yep. all the way through what they do, maybe they call you, they go into a store, whatever they do, yep. maybe depending on the product, they have to have someone come out or they have to take it into a store. So you map that out. So you go through that end to end journey. It is quite important to understand what's the start and the end yep. of a journey. Yep. Um, and don't cut it down, to, don't start too late and don't end too early because the actual journey only ends when a customer has actually done what they are trying to do.
0: Right, yeah. So in in an example of someone ringing up to complain about a product, does yep. the journey end at the resolution of that? complaint, whether
1: it's a good outcome or not for the customer, as an example? Yes, it does. So the journey would start when something's gone wrong, yep. so way before they call up, yep, yep. and it would end when there's been some sort of resolution, whether it's good or bad. And it is quite important to understand a journey is not a single touch, yep. of a, so it's not a single call, because um, generally something's happened prior to that call, and quite often something will happen... After the call, yeah,
0: yeah, yep, yeah, exactly right. Okay, that make that makes sense to me. So, uh, when we talk about custom journey mapping, obviously, a big parties mapping this out. Like, how do you? and I know we're running a course, we'll talk about that yeah. a bit later, but you know, for the people that are listening, like, how do you map it out? Is it literally drawing stuff on, on a piece of paper? Is it done in Excel? Is, is there an actual proper program out there that people yeah. use? How do you do it?
1: So uh, there's a few tools and programs out there. Um, you don't have to have a tool or a program. Generally, the way it's done, as I said, first thing is to understand customers. So even prior to creating the journey map, you definitely should have done customer surveys or interviews or some way to understand your customers. Mm -hmm. Generally, the way we do customer journey journey mapping, and most people do it, is in workshops. Mm -hmm. So you have a workshop uh, where what you do is, first thing you do is create a customer persona. Mm -hmm. So you need to know who's the customer that you're actually creating the journey for. And customer personas are not a general thing. It's not, you know, customer A. It's, you know, I'm creating... A customer journey map for Shane, who's a a father. He's got two kids. He likes products like this, doesn't like products like that. These yep. are his goals in life. So That's you have to get... Intimate get... knowledge of yes. the customer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you, then you bring together a set of business SMEs and sometimes customers, as I said, into a workshop. Mm-hmm. Depending how detailed you're getting with a journey map, the workshop can take anywhere between sort of half a day and a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what you do in the workshop is you get you literally get up put post-its on walls and map it out and and i mean often in a room it finishes up with post-its all over the wall and all kinds of things like that
0: yep so i look for you know sitting in a call center manager's chair or someone in customer experience i go you know what that sounds great but you know how am i going to get all these customers in a room how am i going to get all sme's can i just do a journey map on on myself because all i want to know is i want to know how many steps my poor customer has to go through when they make a complaint and because i'm head of contact centers or customer experience i know there's probably some areas that i can potentially either minimize or you know reduce eliminate etc to make it a better experience for my customers is that not customer journey mapping is that more process optimization is that is that sort of the difference
1: or is it a bit of both it's probably a bit of both i mean you can do a customer journey map on your own but it's fraught with danger. Yeah. Uh, and the biggest danger is that you think you know what's going on in your customer lives and the steps they go through, mm, mm. but you're generally wrong. Mm. Even if you have got process maps and everything like that, when you actually speak to customers and see what they're doing and what they go through and what communications they get, it's all, almost always different. Yeah. And the most important thing is emotions and feelings. Yeah. Um, you may be able to at certain points know what customers are thinking and feeling, but you don't always. Now, in saying that, you definitely can do it and there will be a benefit in doing it, but you probably won't get as much benefit yep. as if you can really understand your customers in detail and get the people actually dealing with the customers to come and help you build that map.
0: Yeah, so if I was, a, if I was a, yeah, as I said, a head of somewhere and I said, hey, these customer journey map things, it sounds like a great idea. Hey, we should do that. I'm just going to either hire a consultant or I'm going to put someone on and I just want them to sort of spit out some customer journey maps what you're effectively saying is, that's not really gonna happen unless you actually engage your customers and all your other stakeholders. You can't just throw it as a job to one person and expect to have customer journey maps right through your business.
1: No, well, you can, but they won't be great quality and probably won't give you a lot of benefit. I mean, in saying that, it is important, I think, to have someone that is actually accountable for driving the work and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing, but the more input you can get from other people, the more involved you can get. from them is much better
0: Yep, yep. okay so are there any um in, in your experience is there any any situations uh that you sort of go you know what that's not what customer journey maps are for i would avoid it in these types of scenarios
1: so i would probably avoid them if you're not actually committed to doing the work yep. um to, i've seen clients and i've seen people create them just for the sake of them because as you said that's kind of a growing area and people hear about them and they think, oh, that sounds cool, I'll create a customer journey map. So they create them and they don't, either they aren't right or they don't do anything with them. So Mm. they create it and then maybe put it on a wall or put it in a cupboard and (laughs) don't do anything with it. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is if you're getting really, really, really detailed around process optimization, as you said, Mm. that's then customer journey maps are a good tool, but not a perfect tool for that. Uh, If you're getting really detailed, then you need Proper process design and everything like that. Yeah. Yep. Now, process design can feed off customer journey maps, and it's quite good to do that. But they are different things.
0: Yeah. Yeah i just excuse the aeroplane that we've got going over us at the top, we're uh, filming outside today, it's a beautiful day in Melbourne, so um, yeah, we're, we're not far from the Moorabbin Airport if anyone knows the area well, so, uh, um, so okay, so that, that makes sense Shane, in terms of, um, you know, as you said, that really detailed stuff maybe is not the right sort of environment for, for it, and that's more maybe process uh, mapping um you said that we don't need any special software but um so like i know you know i said we're going to do a course soon like you've got a tool that you use so what can you explain to me sort of how that tool works
1: yeah so uh i've created a a bunch of tools and templates that are used for customer journey mapping um what they do is they help you create those customer personas as i talked about earlier so it helps you to map out what you're who's your customer, what are they thinking, feeling, seeing, doing, everything like that. Yep. And then there's actually a template for a customer journey map. So it takes you through all the steps that you need to cover, yep. what's included, how you include them, everything like that.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, a big part of it, you said, I, I guess to put some meat on the bones is is the metrics around the customer yep. journey mapping. What type of metrics would you typically see in, in a customer journey map?
1: So it depends exactly what you're mapping, uh, but, as you talked about NPS, so some sort of end-to-end measure. Yep. If it's NPS or customer satisfaction or something like that, I generally also like to see things like customer effort score yep. on there at yep. the at the various parts of the journey. So how hard is it for a customer to actually do something at the different stages? Yep. And then a bunch of yep. a bunch of the operational measures as well. So it's quite important with, actually, with customer experience in general, but also with customer journey maps, you include customer measures plus actual business measures yep. as well. So things like FCR, for example. So and First call resolution for yep. those that don't know what oh, FCR is. <laughs> yeah. um, and time that it takes to get something done or wait times in queues or things like that. Anything that's showing what the experience is like for customers. Yep. Do you think... Um,
0: for, w- with regards to customer journey mapping, what what's the key objective? You think that businesses do it is it to to improve the customer experience, which is obviously going to be an outcome, yeah. or is it to drive sort of cost optimization and realise where there's duplicate effort or frustration and you know etc. Is there normally a, something you see? Uh,
1: so it varies. Uh, it's definitely to improve the customer experience. But if you're thinking about business outcomes, uh, there's a few. So one is definitely cost op cost out kind of things but once again process optimization can do that Mm. Uh, but things like cutting down customer churn cutting down complaints increasing customers actually referring you to others um, improving productivity but if you're kind of moving away from measures it's also just to build build customer understanding in your business yep. and getting people to understand their customers in more detail so the people on the phones or things like that often they are dealing with so many customers they kind of don't think about their customers too much more they're just taking more and more calls yep. and a customer journey map is a great way to get them to really think about shane as a customer yep. and what's shane thinking and feeling when i am going through this phone call
0: yeah yeah would you, would you normally use, um, you know, things like um, call recordings and that sort of stuff in there to help illustrate some of that pain?
1: Yes, I would, definitely. Uh, especially at, for instance, at the start of the workshops, yep. just to get people in that customer mindset and thinking about customers. Mm. If you can play call recordings or show some text from complaints or anything like that, anything that gets them to think like a customer and mm. understand what the customers are going through mm-hmm. is really great. Yep. So,
0: you know, as you said, I mean, you, you obviously do this for a living. So like, what's a normal process take? Like if someone engaged you, and we're not selling consulting <laughs> services here, but uh, for people to understand, I guess, if you go, hey, we really do want to, we take this seriously we want to take it seriously. Yeah. Well, what's it look like? What's-
1: no, sure. So it depends if the the company's got any surveys or customer interviews already. Yep. If if they don't, then obviously there's time to do that. And, sure. that, and yep. that takes a bit of time, but as let's assume they do yep. uh, then the actual time to do a customer journey map is really around getting the SMEs time to come into a workshop the yep. workshop as I said takes one to two days there's a bit of prep for that yeah and then afterwards it's writing it all up turning it into a program of work and actually driving improvement but end-to-end I mean it can take a week or two okay it doesn't have to take much longer than that
0: yep yep so the course that we've got um coming up shane and then again it's uh, i want people to learn whether they come to the course or not yeah. but uh, if it's a one-day workshop right so yes. what what can they expect if they come to to spend a day with with you yeah um at the end of the day look, what skills are they going to have Are they going to be then empowered to then go hey i'm going to go and facilitate all these workshops and i've got a tool and that sort of stuff yeah. like is that yeah yeah that
1: i mean that's pretty much it but in a bit more detail so in the full day uh we will start with just understanding customer experience in more detail and why that actually matters Uh, then we'll talk about customer understanding and how to get a much more detailed understanding of your customers talk about customer personas and what they are and how you build them and then talk about the actual workshop itself how to run that workshop how to facilitate it and then what are the steps in a customer journey map so go through each component of the journey map the touch points emotions feelings improvements metrics everything like that, talk about how you capture them, all of that sort of stuff, and then what you do coming out of the workshop. So how do you turn that into something practical that you can drive improvements? Yep,
0: and you've got some templates or something and that people t- can help them. There do. are templates
1: and tools throughout, uh, lots of practical exercises, so people can practice doing it, and yep. all of that sort of stuff.
0: And, and who would you typically see uh, in, in those? Like, who are they good for? Are they good for your, your call center agents? Probably not. Um, You know, so what's your typical audience for these sorts of workshops?
1: Yeah, so I mean, they can be useful for agents, but generally it's probably those sort of team leaders or centre managers or people that are accountable for driving customer experience improvement or understanding customers, all of those sort of things.
0: Yeah, uh, like, I mean, obviously now it's it's not just contact centers that, yeah. that are responsible for the customer experience, so, you know, would you find people from, you know, I don't know, marketing or process optimization office or whatever it might be, it's, yeah, it's, it's not definitely. just contact centers, is it?
1: No, definitely not. So yeah, quite often it's people uh, in marketing or it's heads of customer service, heads of retail, um, anyone that's accountable for customer experience, so CXOs or anything like that. Um, it's really anyone that wants to have a really good tool to understand and improve the experience they are giving to their customers.
0: Yep, yep, which is a, a wide net these yes, days, Yes, it right? is. So
1: um, I just want to
0: talk to you about a couple of other things um, related, I guess, but um, I mean, you've obviously been uh, in this space for a long period of time, and you've, yeah. you've written some cracking articles that um, <laughs> that I've read a couple we've shared on CX Central and a summer on your website. Um, what, what do you think? I mean, the world's changing so quickly with customer experience. I know it's a question without notice, yeah. but uh, you know, what are you
1: seeing as the trends at the moment? Uh, so one of the big trends I'm seeing is a, much more of a focus on employee experience, actually yeah, driving good. ex, isn't it? It's all yeah. ex now. Yep. Ex yeah. is driving cx, so yep. employee yep. experience driving customer experience, because companies have realised that if Their employees are not having a great experience because, you know, they've got a swivel chair or they've got 15,000 systems they need to use. It's very hard for them to give a great customer experience. So there's a lot more focus on employee experience and a lot more focus on, I guess, even more broadly than that, culture of the company. Mm, mm. Because if the culture is not great and the culture is not customer centric, then it's going to be very hard to give a great customer experience yeah yep.
0: so on on ex uh, employee experience is that something you could use customer journey mapping for like like em, em, employee journey mapping
1: yeah and people do that and we do that as okay. well yeah. I, I mean i just thought i came up with a great idea <laughs> <didn't I? laughs> uh, and it's the same tools the same exactly the same things it's just instead of talking to customers you understand your employees and what they thinking and feeling it's actually often easier to do an employee journey map because you can get your employees to come in yeah of course and, yep. and do it it's much easier than getting customers to do it yeah but and the methodology that you use the methodology is, the is exactly the same and yep. the really interesting thing is actually if you can map out the employee and customer experience at the same time yeah yeah in the journey uh which is really interesting because it often shows a lot of pain points
0: well i think you know i mean typically your customer people the frontline customer people on you know, feel the pain as much as the customer sometimes, don't they, if not yes. more, yeah. because, you know, they're dealing with it day in, day out. So I'm not surprised yeah. there's some alignment there. Yeah, between.
1: and def- and that's why it's really important, I think, to involve the frontline people, whether it be the call centre or the stores or anywhere, mm-hmm. in the actual journey mapping exercise, because mm. they are the ones that speak to customers all the time and yep. feel their pain, understand what they're going through.
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely, Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Um, do you think, um, you know, again, another question without notice, um, a call centers
1: got a future i definitely think call centers have a future i think the role will change mm. uh, and i think you've talked about ai and things like that previously mm. um so what's going to happen i think is that um ai and bots and other tools will help customers do their basic activities and you know changing passwords and yep, yep. those sort of things and where but where people are going to be, still be important is the really complicated mm. thing. so mm. if something goes wrong that's Unusual, or if a customer wants something different, or something like that. Mm. Until the AI and gets really, really, really clever, yeah. then people are going to be important. And the other thing is, as I talked about, emotions and feelings and driving that in people. And people often have a much closer relationship with a person than with a computer. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to drive emotions in your customer, then I think people are quite important for that.
0: Yep. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, Probably uh, last sort of question to throw at you, Shane, is, um, again, with customer journey mapping, uh, you know, in summary, you know what you're saying is that there's absolutely a process and a methodology that sits behind it. Understanding your customer persona is, yeah. is obviously a really key component to it, not necessarily mandatory, though. And I, no. and I guess I just wanted to understand that because I'd never really got that link around in customer journey mapping, understanding your customer. So that's yeah. a new concept to me. So um, I, I want to make sure our listeners aren't put off going, oh man, that means I'm going to have to run months of all these workshops and engage people to get a benefit yeah. out of customer journey mapping. It's just going to enhance it. Is that? Yes,
1: absolutely? yeah, no, that is right. And um, what I should, what I hopefully made clear is that there is still benefit in journey mapping. The more you do understand your customers, the better. It's not critical to do it, but it helps. Uh, But if you can get the right SMEs in the room, especially those ones that are talking to customers and things like that, they can kind of, I guess, act as the customer and help you do that customer journey map.
0: Yeah. Okay. So if I'm, if I'm ahead of and I'm going, you know what, Shane, that all sounds really exciting. I'm, I'm on board the CX yeah. Customer Journey Mapping um, train. Uh, I'm going to do it. What like what are the tangible business benefits that I'm going to get out of it? Like, I'm going to have to invest X amount of dollars to do this sure. because I've got someone's got to drive it, whether it's an internal employee
1: yeah. that's
0: going to come to our course and get all the right skills or they're going to engage a consultant, uh, but they're going to invest some money into it. They're not yeah. going to pay to get my SMEs and do all these customer surveys, yeah. all this sort of stuff. Why?
1: So what you'll get out of it is, first of all, a deep understanding of customers. But what that drives in tangible business outcomes is much less churn in your customer base because you'll be actually creating journeys and experiences for your customers that they value. Mm So customers won't leave you. You'll also be creating experiences that customers really like. So they'll then tell their friends and colleagues. And you should then get more customers coming in. So you'll get increased customers coming in, more you'll be... You'll be keeping more customers and you will only grow your customer base. And then if you've also created a great employee experience, you'll actually be keeping your people as well. Yeah,
0: and we all know there's huge cost in uh, in uh, trying to recruit and train new yes. people. So I think oh, the average cost for an agent, I think, is about twenty five thousand dollars. I think is sort of the widely accepted number. By the time you yeah, add in your exactly. recruitment costs, you know, then you've got to onboard them, in induction and training, and then you've got reduced productivity because it might take six months before they're speed to competency. So as you said, any time you can reduce exactly, uh, and that is there's a there's a bottom line that's going to benefit you. Business as well, exactly. Yeah yeah, 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 definitely, fantastic. All right, so let's tell our people about uh, this course. So we've got a uh, customer journey mapping fundamentals course coming up. It's on uh, Friday, the 23rd of uh, November. So if you're listening to this podcast and it's beyond that, bad luck, you've missed it. But we'll do another one, I'm sure. Um, one of the special treats we've got is for all our listeners uh, is 20% off. Um, so if you do register on our site at cxskills.com.au, if you find the customer journey mapping fundamentals course, uh, if you use this code CX Hustle you'll get 20% off the course. So uh, there's a nice little bonus. Thanks for listening. Um, Shane, thank you so much for your time. I know you're a a busy guy and that was a really good insight into learning more about um, journey mapping. And uh, as I said, I hope our listeners have uh, have got some value out of listening to it. And of course, if they've got any questions, um, you know, feel free to to approach either me or or Shane directly. Uh, He's he's very active on uh, LinkedIn. So you can drop him a message and uh, of course, buy the CX Central stuff. So thank you for listening. And uh, Shane, thanks once again. Thanks, Justin. And uh, we look forward to talking to our next guest shortly. Thanks for listening to the CX Podcast. My name's Dustin. Bye now.